Health, Harmony, and Happiness with Kathy. I'm your host, Kathy Stricker. In my personal life, I am a wife to a dedicated law enforcement officer and mama to three lively littles. I'm an adamantine yoga teacher, health coach, community betterment advocate, and wellness enthusiast. But what I really like doing is connecting others with tools and resources that bring about health, harmony, and happiness. Whatever this looks like to you, I'm here to offer my own insights and tools from others that allow you to realize your full potential to live mindfully as your authentic best self. Allow me to be a guide in discovering what works for you. Hi, friends. Thanks for tuning in to the first episode of Health, Harmony, and Happiness with Kathy. I'm excited to share the first series with you because it's one that's dear to my heart. It is all about adamantine yoga. This is my personal yoga practice, and it has greatly changed the way I perceive and look at the world. So in today's episode, I will be sharing my story of how I got connected with it and started with it and why it resonates with me. Over the course of this series, you will be hearing from the founder of Adamantine Yoga, James Miller, as well as other teachers and students who have benefited from this practice. Thanks again for listening, and I hope you enjoy today's episode. Hey friends, so I'm often asked what brought me to yoga or how I discovered adamantine yoga. And if I'm honest, it's because the seed was planted probably 20 years ago when I was still in high school and was first exposed to a yoga class. I loved it from the minute I tried it, but I didn't know or understand that the reason was because it had the ability to change me at a cellular level. It made me feel different than other forms of movement because it was actually activating a part of my nervous system that had begun to take the back shelf at a relatively young age. It was activating the rest and digest part of my nervous system and allowing the constant fight or flight part that I had begun living in to take a break. But none of that information was actually made clear to me until much later in life. I just knew that movement made me feel really good and yoga especially made me feel blissful. So after college, I went on to work full-time at a YMCA as a health and fitness director. At my fingertips, I had the ability to take a yoga class pretty much whenever I wanted. But whenever I did, I always ended up running through the list in my mind of all the things that needed to be done within the room where the class was being held. Batteries for the microphone, light bulbs that needed to be changed, equipment we needed, ideas for classes, and the list goes on and on. It was a struggle to quiet my mind enough to truly feel that calm, peaceful feeling that I was hoping for. Very similar to the feeling you get when you are still relatively new to yoga and try to practice at home without a clear path. Your mind begins to come up with all the things that need to be done around the house. Basically excuses not to practice. And excuses not to be uncomfortable. And excuses because you don't really know what you're doing. And because of this monkey mind, I was unable to relieve the extreme stress I was placing on myself to be successful at my first full-time job, a career that I had hoped to keep for quite some time and eventually move up within the organization. But it was during this time that I also began learning to teach yoga from some of my staff members, as well as by attending trainings that we offered for our mind-body staff. 
I began teaching in 2005 and continued learning as much as I could from my resources. I'd wanted to go through my 200 or even 500 hour registered yoga teacher training, but these trainings were not very accessible at the time. And I was not in a financial place to make the commitment to take on a training of that capacity while having to travel quite some distance to do so. So I just kind of let that pipe dream simmer, knowing that someday I really wanted it to become a reality. Lo and behold, one of the teachers who happened to be teaching classes at the Y and mentoring me to teach yoga during this time invited me to come to a class at her small studio to experience a higher level of practice than I was receiving through group classes at the Y. It was just what I needed. I was able to leave work for an hour or so once a week and find stillness in my mind. When I would return to work following class each week, I was in a completely different state of mind. Honestly, my staff really could have asked me anything on those days and I would have agreed to it. Thursdays became my absolute favorite day of the week and dealing with challenging members at work was a piece of cake because my whole outlook had changed just from doing an hour of yoga, taking time for self-care. As time passed, my mom even made comments to me as to how I seemed to be a different person when I was practicing yoga regularly. Eventually, I met the man who is now my husband and made the decision to move to Knoxville. I commuted for a year and eventually began working from home in a different line of work. There was still traveling involved, but I had a bit more control over when I would be doing so. But the work was always present in front of me, and on top of that, I had little social interaction with peers because I was a remote worker. I was new to the community where I knew very few people and had no close friends or support network, and we were struggling with infertility. All of those things combined were causing an enormous amount of stress in my life that I didn't even realize was happening. It was this subconscious level of stress that so many of us fall into and just carry around that we're constantly living in this fight or flight mode and we don't even realize that we feel stressed. So it's hard to relax and hard to let go of any sort of tension in the body. So anxiety and depression continued to be an issue. And so just as I had done since college, I used a small dose of anti-anxiety medication along with talk therapy to cope with all of this. My yoga practice was sporadic and usually consisted of practicing the classes I was going to be teaching at the local rec center or moving through these classes with my students and calling that my practice. Which, if you're a yoga teacher, just an FYI, that's not a practice. Teaching yoga class does not elicit the same response that moving through a yoga practice actually does. But I continued tricking myself into thinking it sort of did. So I would piece together classes I had taught, follow along with videos from trainings I had attended, or come up with new sequences in an effort to try to create a balanced practice. But I never could quite find one that resonated with me and that I had confidence calling my own yoga practice. It wasn't until I was back at the Y taking some continuing ed classes that I was given James Miller's name as someone who was starting another 200-hour teacher training in the Des Moines area within a few months. Little did I know that things were aligning quite well, and I didn't realize until much later that this was all part of God's plan. 
We were at a place in our lives in which we had no children and were just waiting for the time when I could get on my husband's insurance so the IVF would be covered. I was looking for more and contemplating furthering my education in some way, whether that was to go back to school to get my master's or do something completely different. And we were completely debt-free, so we had the financial means to make an investment in me expanding my connection with yoga. It was at this training that I began to learn adamantine yoga. The first evening of the training, I was overcome with a sense that that was exactly where I needed to be at that time in my life. I have never felt that way before. The feeling was so intense that I'm not sure that I've ever even felt that way since. It was at that weekend that I began learning the practice of adamantine yoga. And just two to three months later, I found out I was pregnant with my first child. Yay, we didn't have to wait any longer to begin IVF. The practice had given me a clear path as to what to do in a yoga practice, and it allowed me to relax enough and calm my nervous system enough that my body began to work as it was supposed to. I couldn't have asked for more. I continued to practice through that first pregnancy, modifying as necessary, and returned to a full practice even stronger than before. It was during this pregnancy that I made the decision under the care of my doctor to go off my anti-anxiety medication. I decided that yoga was basically going to be my drug of choice and knew that I had to practice every day if I wanted to maintain the effects of what it did to my body and how it made me perceive life. So I did. The route is definitely not for everyone, and I'm not saying that it should even be entertained by everyone or anyone, but for me, it worked. So I'm, I'm now really hyper-vigilant of, of the symptoms and triggers that cause me to fall back into old patterns. So when I begin to notice them, I know what resources I have that I can turn to. Within that same year, I also completed my three, four, and 500-hour teacher training, and when my son was just nine months old, I took the leap to quit my full-time job. I had begun my studio, small and in a shared space as a CrossFit gym at the time, which honestly is not ideal when you're trying to practice yoga, and the most fitting time to do that is at the same time that there's CrossFit classes going on, but I made it work. I had faith that it was what I needed to be doing in my life, and it was a good fit for me at that time. So I began fulfilling my dream of owning a studio and being a stay-at-home mom. Now I'm at the point in my life where baby number three is due in just a few weeks, and I'm confident that my practice will come back better than ever before. The practice of adamantine yoga is just a systematic way to balance the body physically, and therefore it balances you mentally and emotionally. So with my first two pregnancies, I had the fear that I would lose everything that I had developed in my practice, but now at the tail end of this pregnancy, I know that I will return with a more developed practice than before, and that is super exciting to me. Because all along the way, while growing our family and our business, these experiences are changing me and helping me grow as a person not just physically. It takes discipline and it's not easy work because adamantine yoga in particular forces you to face what challenges you most in life. And you're given the choice to either walk away and stay the same or bring out your best and overcome those beliefs that are no longer serving you. Beliefs that you may not even know you are holding in your body. 
but all those beliefs are held as tension somewhere in your body. So if you haven't ever tried a yoga practice or you have and you've realized that maybe you're super tight in particular areas, it's probably because of things you have encountered in your life, whether they be physical traumas, emotional traumas, um, things that you are aware of, things that you're unaware of, but they're all belief patterns that we have created. I now teach adamantine yoga six days a week in a guided self-practice manner. This is sometimes called a Mysore style since that's how yoga was traditionally taught from guru to student in Mysore, India. And it allows me to work with students individually to help them progress and discover what they need most, but in a group setting. This practice has not only brought me my children, but has also allowed my husband and me to grow our relationship through the business ventures that it has offered us. And it's the health, harmony, and happiness that it has enhanced in my life that has given me the reason to continue to help you all seek out various methods to create and build on these elements in your own lives. That's it for today. I hope you enjoyed this first episode of Health, Harmony, and Happiness with Kathy. Thanks for tuning in. Head on over to cairnyogawellness.com, that's C-A-I-R-N, yogawellness.com, to get the show notes and learn more about our studio located in Knoxville, Iowa. I will also include a link in the show notes to the Adamantine Yoga website so that you can learn a little bit more about the style of yoga. And stay tuned for next week's episode when I interview the founder of Adamantine Yoga, James Miller. It's a really, really great episode, and I had a lot of fun visiting with James, as I always do. Um, so I hope that you'll turn tune in, because I think you'll get a lot out of it. And to continue connecting with more resources that will help you enhance health, harmony, and happiness in your own life, subscribe to this podcast. Thanks again for listening. 